Hey, welcome to Faith Marketplace, where we equip individuals, entrepreneurs, small business owners with resources plus community to make a kingdom impact to glorify our mighty God while gaining inspiration from marketplace leaders. Hey, well, welcome back here to another episode of our podcast, Faith Marketplace. And today we have got a fabulous guest that I've had the opportunity to uh, actually get to know for about the last year, maybe a little bit more than that. And I'm really excited because uh, we have a lot in common, uh, but I'd like to introduce you to Carrie Perkins. Uh, she is a realtor with the Good Child team at Bookshire Hathaway here in Chicago, but she's also the co-host of a radio podcast program, uh, Good to Know with Liz Goodchild. Hey, welcome, Carrie. Thank you, Bob. This is such an honor and pleasure, and uh, I'm just so excited to be here. So thank you for having me. <laughs> You're welcome. I know this is a little bit overdue, so uh, I'm glad that we were able to get you in here uh, just just past the first quarter a little bit here. You know, we're getting to, into April here. Yeah, that's okay. But, uh, I always say better late than never. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we we got that in your testimony too, boy. Fasten your seatbelts, <laughs> folks. She's got a big story here to tell today. So, but first, I want to start out, uh, Carrie. Um, you, you shared with me a life quote. Okay, could you share that with the audience? And why is that important to you? Yes, thank you. So, um, Confucius said, "Choose a job you love, and you'll never have to work a day in your life." And right. I I remember you know saying that all the way back in early high school, probably like a freshman or sophomore, when you start you know, taking classes and you start thinking about, oh, you know, I'm going to be graduating soon and going to college or, you know, what that life will look like. So I've always hold on to that very dearly and searching for that in my, my journey, which, you know, as you guys will hear coming up, you know, as I share all of that, um, I finally found that, you know, everything I have done up until this point, I've loved. Um, but what I do now, I absolutely love and I feel it's my God-given gift. So. Yeah, Absolutely. And, you know, um, I, you know, it's funny because that was a quote that my grandfather used a lot and my dad, but I never knew it was Confucius. So thanks for yeah. attributing it to Confucius, you know? Yeah. And to be honest, <laughs> like I had to Google it because I was like, you know, I, I, I didn't even recall who said it either. So it's good to know that it's Confucius that said that. So <laughs> I, love, I love how you slip that good to know in there. Good That's to know, really, always. <laughs> that is so cool. Yeah. Hey, well, listen, um, what let's let's let the audience know today. The listeners let them know today. What is it that you would like to, uh, for them? The kind of the takeaways out of our conversation today. Yeah, so I would say definitely persevering through life's challenges and never giving up, no matter what life mm -hmm. or God throws at you. Um, I would say second would be how to become a homeowner as a realtor. Um, you know how to become an, a homeowner because that is the American dream, and especially with me being a Marine Corps veteran, I my niche in real estate is I specialize in VA loans. So that's a big passion of mine um, to help my veteran active military community achieve um, the, the dream of home ownership, utilizing their benefit. And then three, I would say, would be sharing my expertise in real estate, um, which has been also amazing way to share it through our radio show, uh, Good to Know with Liz Goodchild, um, as we also give you know good advice on all aspects of life. It's not all real estate, which is wonderful. It is heavy on that because that is our expertise, but we just love giving good advice, that good to know information to help make those good decisions. Yeah, and I want to give a shout out. I happen to be the uh, the the had the honor, the privilege of being on the show. Yes. Uh, when Liz was on vacation, and <laughs> you know, 
you know, Carrie had to, to jump right in here and take that show over. And we had a blast. We I mean, did. it was really good. I know. We focused on that. We focused in on something that's a little bit of a passion for both of us. That's on networking yes. and some of the, the good, the bad, and the ugly of it, you know. <laughs> but, um, hey, you know, as I we, – we want to know about Carrie, okay? So okay. Uh, did you come out a bouncing baby Christian girl? I, I did, yes, yes. <laughs> Baptized right when I was born. And, um, okay. you know, I, I was, you know, just like most children are. But, yes, I was baptized and raised Lutheran. And that, that that's how, what I was raised Well, you, but you got a little bit of a story there as to how uh, – about the birth. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, so I am known as a miracle baby. Uh, I was born really premature at a pound and 13 ounces. And wow. – um, they, they call babies like me a miracle baby because I did not have anything wrong with me medically. You know, uh, to this day, I'm perfectly healthy and fine. Um, my vision's perfect. My hearing's perfect. Like, I literally had to stay in the hospital until I gained enough weight to leave. That was really the only requirement. I was in an incubator and all of that. So it's crazy that, um, you know, I, I recently, in, in the last couple of years, um, had found all of, like, my baby pictures. And I saw the pictures. And then we also had uh, the old videotapes footage converted over. And I actually saw, for the first time, the videos of me in the hospital and uh, wow. it was just really crazy to see because I've heard all the stories from my parents my whole life, <laughs> uh, especially my mother. And um, the really special part about it is I s still have this bear, but it was a bear that my parents gave to me when I was born. And my dad would always say, it it's as big as you were. He could put his fingers around my neck and his pinky under my butt. And I was as long as a ruler, you know? So, you know, a, a, wow. a miracle, uh, definitely at that. And um, yeah, strong and healthy till this day. So. Well, I'd say that uh, you are definitely a child of God because he had his hand on you, girl, you know, and amen. making sure that you were going to survive to do his work. Yes, so, amen. <laughs> that is wonderful. But, you know, during your journey, you've had a couple of kind of downturns, kind of some things that have, have uh, hurt and then also were really tests of faith for you. Why don't you share that with the audience? Yeah, thank you. Um, so, you know, baptized and raised Lutheran. We always went to church growing up and then, um, you know, had my first, I guess, test in faith with the Lord. Um, we said there are five children in my family. I'm number four to five. There's three girls, two boys. Um, and in 1998, my brother, who's two years older than me, Andrew, um, he sadly passed suddenly in a, an ATV vehicle, a three-wheeler accident. And oh, wow. it was the biggest blow that any family could, you know, um, you know, suffer or have to go through. So for me, that was my biggest test, first test in faith in life. And, um, you know, I bounced back from it. It was very difficult, um, but I, I, I was able to do that. So. So what happened in, in 01? So, yeah. So then about a year about a year after my brother had passed, I decided I, 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 ha I was going to college at Harper College for about a year. Didn't know what I wanted to do. Um, I had an idea, but wasn't really sure. Didn't see myself as a four-year college person, like going away to school as a student. So the military came across my lap and I thought, well, you know, I'm not married. I don't have kids. Why not? You know, it's only going to better me. And, you know, there's a lot of good benefits to it. And I get to serve my country. So I joined the Marine Corps uh, originally in, in May of 2001. And I went to boot camp. And 
for Marine Corps boot camp, it's the longest out of all the branches. It's 13 weeks long. And each, you know, each right. month is a phase. And so I I unfortunately did not qualify in the rifle range. I did not, I've never, I'd never held a weapon, seen a weapon, let alone shot a weapon until that moment. And uh I I didn't do bad, but I didn't do good enough to qualify. So I I got okay. sent back to another platoon to try, you know, qualifying again. And it just, I think mentally it got down to me and uh, just, I was doing worse and worse. And I remember praying every time I'd shoot that gun, I'd be like, God, please guide my bullet. Please guide my bullet, you know? And uh, I just, you know, I still didn't qualify. So I ended up going home. I got a, a general discharge, pretty much failure to adapt to your environment is what they called it. And so I didn't think myself of a failure, but I thought, you know what, God, just, I guess maybe I'm not intended to be a Marine. So I'll go back home. I'll go to college. And by this, by this time, when I got home, it was like August of 2001. And as everyone knows, what happened a month later was September 11th. And at that point I was seeing Marine Corps commercials on TV. I was seeing, I was having dreams and I'm like, okay, God, what are you trying to tell me here? Like, am I meant to be a Marine or not? Because I already went once it's, it's a lot, you know, as you know, Bob, you know, being a veteran, you know, boot camp's yep. not easy. So I thought about it. I prayed on it really hard. And I talked to my, my dad, who was a veteran as well. And uh, he was my best friend, mentor, advisor my whole life. And he said, you know, it's not healthy to be torn between two things. You should make a decision and you should make a decision soon. And so I thought about it for another couple of weeks. And sure enough, I decided to go back to boot camp and to become a Marine. And I made it happen. And the best part of it is, is that I had one of my original drill instructors uh, when I went back. She was my in one of my first platoons when I was there originally. And then she became halfway through boot camp, my senior drill instructor. And I graduated meritoriously as an E3 Lance Corporal. At you know at graduation from boot camp, and my my commanding officer came up to me and gave me her eagle gold anchor off of her cover. Which, if anybody knows a marine, that's like wow. the biggest symbol of you know wow. pride and and that's great. Yeah, so well, God did have a plan for you, he girl. Did <laughs> did always trusting in him because even though I don't may not know where I'm going or where he's leading me, it 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 was still meant to be. So I'm I'm very proud of that. <laughs> Yeah, that is great. You know, I, I don't want to go the whole long history here because you you get went to school and got out of there, kind of searching around for what you wanted to do. Yes, but you you had a, a, a kind of a thing that hit you about uh, real estate. What was that? What was that all about? What? <laughs> yeah, so you know, I I finished up college after I got out in, of the Marine Corps in February of '06, and you know, I got my bachelor's degree at NIU, and you know, it just the, the my degree and trying to find work and it did not work out at the time. So I, at the time, my husband and I, which was my boyfriend then, we bought our first house together. And the process was, you know, it, there was nothing bad about it, but it was kind of simple. And I thought, well, real estate could be a great way of me, you know, maybe doing something that I would love, getting a paycheck, you know, making some good money, having a good life mm -hmm. and helping people. Right. And I, I don't have to go back to college for it. So I thought about getting my degree or my, my, my real estate license. And I did. And eight years later, I'm doing this, what, which is what I said, you know, I'm doing what I absolutely love so much that it sounds like a cliche, but so much so that if sometimes I did not get paid just from the experience of my clients and seeing their faces at the closing table, 
I would be totally be I would totally be happy. Yeah, we're going to talk a little bit more about the real estate, but there was sure. something else that you left out there. There was about a seven year period that you did something with. Uh, oh yes, nannies? yes. So <laughs> prior, so after I went to college and was looking for work. Um, I was working for free, trying to gain experience to get hired, but it was a catch-22. A lot of people wouldn't hire me because I didn't have the experience, but I'm like, well, how am I supposed to gain experience if you don't <laughs> hire me, right? right. <laughs> so um, I, I always thought, well, what else do I love? I've always loved kids since I was a kid. I was the kid in the neighborhood that babysat all the kids, played with all the kids, you know. So I ended up nannying for two different families for about seven and a half years, um, and I absolutely love that. Helping the kids grow and just seeing them transform was really rewarding and, and very magical. And I'm very grateful to have known both those families and those children. And we're still friends to this day. So it it was it, it holds fabulous. a special place what in my heart. Great... <laughs> well, let's talk a little bit about this real estate because we want to highlight that because obviously in the show, it's about faith and work. So we're going to get to more of the faith part of this uh, in a little bit. But I'm proud to welcome Inbound Studio as a sponsor of Faith Marketplace. They have generously provided their talent and expertise to develop and maintain the Faith Marketplace website. Marshall Mullet, the owner, has a mission to help small and mid-sized businesses be more effective and efficient in getting results from their marketing technology. With their vast experience, Inbound Studios builds websites using inbound marketing methodology that provides a beautiful visitor experience that has them coming back for more. Get out and check out our, our website, faithmarketplace.com, to see what I'm talking about. As a result, the company has evolved into a premier provider of web technology services in the Midwest. I encourage you to check them out at inboundstudio.studio. Again, that is inboundstudio.studio. Hey, Carrie, you know, uh, there's been quite a boom in the last couple of years, you know, in the marketplace. And uh, I'm just, you know, wanting to hear from you because now things seem to be a little stalled. But how is that affecting the market and especially the vets right now? Yeah, that's a great question. So being in real estate now for eight years, you know, where it was at when I started, we were low inventory we are now at the lowest inventory we've been. So that's been a challenge. Um, but then also during the COVID years with the historically low interest rates, the big boom that we had of everybody buying and people refinancing their homes, uh, very understandable, but our interest rates kind of went back up again, which they're not too far off where they were eight years ago. So again, if right. I always tell people and <laughs> my clients, I'm like, if you're comparing the rates today to during COVID, the historical lows of twos and threes, you're kind of setting yourself up for failure, you know, because that was kind of like that. Honestly, that'll probably only happen once in our lifetime. Um, we were very lucky. So yeah. I, I say, you know, especially to my veteran clients, you know, they had a hard time competing during those years. So a lot of them have been on hold and waiting. Um, but my goal working with my veteran active military clients, um, you know, the VA loan is one of the best loans out there. And it's only eligible to active, you know, service members, depending on how many years they've been in. And then depending on your, you know, your discharge and your, your service uh, that you served as a veteran, um, again, there's that eligibility. But the biggest factors is that for one, the veteran or the, you know, service member, they don't have to put money down. Okay. They can, if they right. want to, but it's the only loan out there that there's zero, zero percent or zero percent down. Right. Um, so yeah. my, my non-negotiable for all those clients have always been, okay, well, if you're not having to bring, you know, um, uh, down payment money to the closing table, all you're going to have to owe is your closing costs. So 
what I try and, and do to offset that, depending on, you know, their financial situations, I always say you don't have to have a penny in your savings and you can still own a home, <laughs> which again, oh, wow. there's the, it's the only loan out there, you know, that you can do that. So with, with my skills right. and my expertise and having my client's best interest in mind, knowing what their wants and needs are, especially financially, that's really how I can combat um, the way the market's been and still help them achieve the dream of home ownership. Yeah. I don't suppose any of them ever have big expectations of what they can buy for a little bit of money, do they? <laughs> well, to be honest, I would say about 95% of the veteran active you know, duty service members that I have worked with over the last eight years, probably 95% of them are all first-time homebuyers, which is crazy. Uh -huh. I've, I've met veterans that have been out for 20 years, renting for 20 years, and I'm like, why are you, why have you not bought, you know? <laughs> um, and then some have just gotten out, and they're like, I want to do something smart. Um, they, they know about the benefit. But what I've learned is that there's a lack of education of knowing of the benefit and really what that entails, right. the fact that you don't have to have a penny in your savings, and I could still help you buy and own a home. Um, it's always right. a great surprise you know, a happy surprise. Um, and, and again, that's just kind of how I, I try and help them and keep as much money in their pocket as I can. Yeah. I've got kind of a curiosity question for you, Carrie, yeah. of, of your practice and what you're doing, how much is single family home versus multi-resident or commercial property? Um, I would say, you know, a lot of the times first time home buyers, depending on the price point, but if they're, you know, 300,000 and under, most likely they're going to go for a townhome or a condo. Um, and then if right. they're probably, you know, 350 and above, probably a single family home and 500 to 500, 550,000 above, I would say is a good price point for a multi-unit family, um, or a multi okay. multi-family unit building. Um, but what I love is a lot of my veteran clients that want to become investors as first time home buyers that want to buy a multi-unit. I love the excitement and like the smart forward thinking of doing that right off the bat. And, um, right. you know, I, again, it's again, utilizing the benefit, uh, of the loan as best you can and, and whatever your goals are, I will try to make that happen. That's, that, that's yeah. what I want to do. Now is the, is the, um, um, VHA, the, the veteran loan, is that at the same uh, price point or the uh, interest as the, a, a regular residential loan? Yeah, sometimes it can be a little bit, you know, a little bit less as far as, you know, because it's a government okay. loan. Um, but what I love right. is there are some major benefits to utilizing the VA loan, okay, which, which is additional okay. savings for those buyers. Um, one okay. is that, like I said, there's no money down. No PMI, right. which, you know, is usually oh, attached to other big. loans. So that's more savings right, right there. And the other thing is there, if, 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 if a veteran has any service-connected disability, whatever their rating or percentage is, if it's 30% or more, there, there's actually a property tax exemption for it for those veterans that are disabled, right? And really? Yes. Wow. And they used to have to be 100% disabled to get 100% property tax exemption. This is a couple years ago. Okay. And a couple years ago, they actually did away with that. And they said, if you're 70% or more disabled, you're 100% exempt. So again, huge wow. savings depending on the county, you know, and the property that you right. buy. Um, and then on top of that, they got, they, there used to be a cap as far as a limit on the amount that they would loan. And they did away with that as well. So I've actually worked with luxury VA loan clients. So okay. it's, it's That's from, know. you know, from hundred thousand all the way up to a million. It doesn't matter. 
what your price point is, you, you still can purchase a home and, and, and uh, That's awesome. take advantage of those amazing benefits. So let's talk about faith and work here. So how do you give praise for, um, you know, the people, you know, that um, you service, but what do you give pra- praise to God for? Well, as I've said, I always believed in the saying, if you love what you do, you don't work a day in life. And I've always trusted the Lord. Uh, never thought that at an older age in life, I would finally found my love and my purpose and my passion. And that is helping right. people. Um, and that's helping people specifically in real estate. And then even more specific, helping my veteran active military community achieve that dream of home ownership, utilizing their benefit. Um, so I, I pray a lot. And I know we've talked about this, Bob, everybody's Yep. You know, uh, routines are different, but I pray yep. all day, no matter the time I'm, I'm praying all the time to, to my Lord mm-hmm. and savior Jesus. And, um, I'm always asking him, you know, no matter where, you know, I am at the journey of the home buying journey or I guess home buying process or home selling process with my clients, I'm always praying for them. If they are believers, you know, we pray together, but I'm always asking God to help guide me as the vessel to help them achieve their dreams. Well, there's always stories around this. So why don't you share a story or two with us of, of how you've really, you know, worked with a couple and, and they, you got in the home of their dreams, but also maybe praying for them. And maybe they weren't believers, but they really valued what you did. You know, I'm sure you've got some of those stories. So why don't we share one or two of those with the audience? Well, oddly enough, I will share my own story of the beautiful okay. home that my husband and I live in, which is our new forever home. Um, we bought yeah. our, our first home together back, you know, about 10 years ago. Um, but my husband works for the city, so we had to move to the city four years ago, and we found this amazing home. But at the time, we had just sold our house, our first home together, which is in Lombard. And in the interim, we had a condo in Edison Park. And so we sold the house in Lombard, moved into the home in at the condo in Edison Park. And once we moved in there, that's when we put that on the market. But in order for us to buy our new home in the city, it was contingent on the sale of that condo, right? Because we needed the funds from that as well. Right. So yeah. it, this was probably about October and... Um, you know, the, the, I was having quite a bit of showings, having good feedback, but no offers yet. Right. It was, it was kind of slow and no, November of every year, as you know, Bob, my husband and I, that's our annual trip. We take, you know, at the year yeah. end for some right. rest and relaxation recoup, we always take a week's vacation somewhere, usually warm and tropical. So October, you know, having some good acti- you know, activity on the, on the condo, but no offers yet. So I was, you know, staying strong and and hopeful um, that God would bring the right buyer. And at the time we were like, well, let's at least start going and looking so we can at least have an idea and maybe we can find our house and God's timing will work out, whatever. So we found our dream home, which is this home. And at the time we put in our offer, but it had the contingency to sell the condo. And they had another offer that, you know, they did not have to disclose, but after we submitted ours, they said, well, we have another offer and we're going to go with that offer. So let alone, you know, needless to say, I guess our dreams were crushed sadly. And, um, so I thought, okay, well, it wasn't meant to be, you know, God will point us in the direction of, you know, whatever house is meant to be. And, uh, so it's about a month later and we're getting ready to go on our vacation and I see that the house that contract fell through and it's back on the market. 
And I said, oh, oh my wow. gosh, oh my gosh. I was like, there's no way. I'm like, babe, babe. I'm like, our house is back on the market. We have to get it. And by the grace of God, we got an offer on our condo that same day. Wow. By the grace wow. of God, I'm telling you, it's timing. You got to trust in him. So, so I'm like, babe, I'm like, let's just, we, we literally took that offer just to, to put the offering on the home and we got it and solidified it and it was meant to be. So what I always tell my clients is, you know, no matter the journey, no matter how many houses you look at, you know, even if we go under contract and for some reason it doesn't work out and we're back at square one, whatever house is intended for you that God has when it's meant to be, it's meant to be. And you just have to trust in the journey and the process. I love it. <laughs> I love it. And I know you have many, you know, that you, you pray for your clients, but you, you ever, you pray with them and all of that. Um, and I've heard you tell me how grateful people are, you know, for that encouragement, for, uh, for bringing that blessing around to them. Mm. And, uh, and, and you've even seen it, you've seen the miracles happen, mm-hmm. you know, that people get stuff and, you know, it, it ends up where, <clears throat> to your point, which is one of the greatest things there is, you know, somebody having, get buying their home, you know, I mean, uh, you're, you're absolutely right. It's the biggest purchase most people ever make. Mm-hmm. And to, to have that little piece of the American dream, it's, uh, that's gotta be pretty rewarding for you. Are you looking for ways to increase your business? Are you hungry for business relationships that matter? that helps you grow personally, professionally, and spiritually? Well, welcome to G7 Networking with Purpose, where we form relationships that lead to quality referrals and life transformation. Experience networking with others of like mind and spirit via monthly meetings that follow a powerful format that invites interaction and connection. Immerse yourself in the proprietary G7 app, sharing leads, prayer requests, and increase visibility with the entire G7 network. Chapters are forming now in the Chicagoland area and around the U.S., so please visit g7networking.com for details and search for a chapter near you. G7 is looking for well-connected leaders to of integrity and purpose, looking for what's next. If this sounds like you, please reach out to us via website, again, g7networking.com, or if you're interested here in Chicago, just text me at 847-922-1498. Again, Bob Lambert, text me at 847-922-1498. Let me ask you this. What words of wisdom now, O oh wise one, because you've done a lot of different things. You survived being a child, you know, being born. Uh, what words of wisdom would you give to your younger self? Oh, my goodness. Um, so... I, I love this question and I've actually never been asked it in my life thus far. So thank you. Thank you, okay. Bob. Um, so I would say that even though life may not be going the way that you see it or what you planned or thought you would do, isn't it, you know, it's not working out. Trust in the path and the plan that the Lord has already written for your life. Mm, right. Every moment is one to learn from, to grow from, and know that no matter what, he is always walking beside you. Everyone you meet in life, you know, that amazing soaring with eagles, you know, quote that you shared um, with me, Bob, I, I, I have it. I'm staring at it here. Um, I share it with so many people when God kind of speaks to me when I'm in passing or in conversation that I think it's a great reminder um, that, you know, God is ordained you know, uh, 
you know, he's ordained to come across your path, you know, putting these people in your lives for a reason to help fulfill our destiny, his destiny that he has for us, whatever that may be in life. And to remember that always leading with a good heart and good intentions. And so this, uh, this, from the Bible, this verse I found, I thought would, was very fitting. And it's from Proverbs 16, three, and it says, commit to the Lord, whatever you do and your plans will succeed in his heart. A man plans his course, but the Lord determines his steps. I love it. It's absolutely perfect. Uh, many times have I had uh, guests and even myself realize that God's ordering my steps. You know, he's got the plan. I don't. Amen. <clears throat> Even when I'm trying to take over and <laughs> use my plan, he, he throws it out the window. Yep. And uh, just keeps reminding me that who's who's in, who's in control who's here. Who's in charge. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. I, 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 I wanted people to know something, too, here, which is really interesting, cool, and funny about you. Not maybe it's funny, but share with them, you know, what you shared with me. <laughs> So this this was the life I was supposed to have, but that's okay. It wasn't right. meant to have this life. Um, but no, pr- prior to uh, the Marine Corps, uh, I actually wanted to become a professional singer, performer. You know, I wanted to become a recording artist, maybe be on Broadway, something in that nature, um, because I actually grew okay. up singing and dancing and on stage my whole life up until the Marine Corps, wow. literally. And I remember that I thought, okay, well, even though I'm going to the Marine Corps, I could still do like shows or plays or musicals on the weekends or doing my free time. And yeah, that never happened, unfortunately. But the closest I ever got was doing karaoke once a week at the E-Club on bass. And I swear to you, <laughs> If, if, I, if, if I didn't show up because whatever, I was busy or I wasn't feeling good, people would be coming and knocking on my door and be like, Carrie, where are you? Why aren't you at karaoke singing? So that at least made me feel good. And, um, you know, that's kind of my passion and my love. But I will say that my um, both of my grandmothers actually were musically talented. And I think that's maybe wow. where I got that gene from. Um, my, my, my dad's mom was a professional opera singer. And she also used wow. to play the piano and the clarinet. Okay. And her mother was an okay. opera singer. And then my, wow. my mom's mom used to sing and dance on the radio for NBC before television existed. So when it was just Holy radio. Smokes. So I Wait, you got it in your blood, girl. Yeah, I do. I so yeah, I'm 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 not doing well, it now, but it's it's a fun pass. Yeah, but you know some you never know if God's got something else in mind yeah. here, you know, where you know, putting on putting on uh fundraising shows or something like that. You might yeah, be able to do that. That's a good uh, idea. I know that one of uh one of the uh Members of G7, which we're going to talk about here shortly, yeah. uh, in uh, in Libertyville, is uh, uh, went to Second City, and they put on a fundraiser. Their real real estate company puts on a fundraiser every year. Really, uh, they used to have before the pandemic was a bowling thing that they did, and then during the pandemic was brought them. What what can you do? And they put on right here at the little uh, improv that we have here in Libertyville. They put on the show for the last four years, and they've raised uh, three to five thousand dollars every show. And this little dinky place, good you know? for them. So That's amazing. I love cool. that. Yes. Yeah. How cool. It's really great. So uh, yeah, you you just never know, Carrie. There might be something <laughs> in your future. But speaking about, let's let's talk a little bit. Let's share it with the audience about Good to Know, the you know radio podcast program that you co-host. You've been co-hosting that for how long now? Five years now. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Wow. Very blessed and honored you know, to and have I had that. the privilege of being on the show. And of course yeah. I had uh, uh, Liz on my show when it was a radio program. And then of course, again, uh, 
had her when we brought it together about G7. So yeah. um, how many how many episodes or shows have you guys done now? Do you know? Oh, my gosh. I haven't kept up to date, no. But we, 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 it's every week, we do right? one show every week, so I guess you could do the math there. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. And, and, and hundreds of guests that you've had yes. on. I've had the privilege of being on the show, too. Yeah. And I want to thank you again for that. Of course. It was also, so much fun. I don't want to forget to thank you for your service, by oh, the way. Oh, thank you, Bob, uh, that for is, your service. It's outstanding. I and uh you are truly an, you know, an example of a veteran that is out really helping, you know, uh, your, for, your fellow veterans to do something that is phenomenal. Thank you. Uh, there is going to be an event coming up. Let's talk about that. Yes. Uh, let the people know out there. Uh, what's that event going to be? Yep. So I have been a part of the Chicago Veterans Organization here in Chicago for since 2019. And I found out a couple years after I got out of the service. So let's say I got out in 06. So let's say like 2009. I didn't know until then um, about the veteran suicide rate. You know, a lot of veterans suffer mm-hmm. from PTSD. You could look at somebody and not know that they're suffering. You know, there's different forms, right. different levels. Um, but I didn't know that. And I thought, well, if I'm a veteran and I've been out for three years and I don't know about this, this is a big problem. So that's when I started looking into organizations I could be a part of to educate myself and meet more veterans. And that's how I found the Chicago Veterans. And what I love is that they put on monthly events. They they help with financial assistance, resume building, the transitioning, as you talked about earlier, um, you know, right. veterans transitioning out of the military because it is very scary and very hard sometimes. Um, and then they put on monthly liberty calls where we just get together and mingle and get to know people. And then they just started this year um, putting on a monthly women's veterans, woman veterans oh, event wow. every okay. month. So I'm really excited to be a part of that. And their biggest event for the year that's pretty much nationwide people come from all over um is is what feeds their whole year of these events and to be able to help veterans right which in turn is helping saves lives and it is their annual ruck march which is every memorial day weekend so this year it's friday may 26th and what we do is we we walk as many miles as there are veterans that commit suicide a day So in total, 126 people sadly commit suicide daily. And out of those 126, 17 military veterans are are committing suicide. Oh, wow. When I started back in 2019, it was 22 veterans a day. So the numbers have gone down a little bit, which is amazing and a blessing, but still too high. And I always say, I'm going to walk until there are none. So what I've created is a team called Ruckers for a Reason. And anyone can walk, anybody can join. The organization is always looking for volunteers for that day for the event. Um, But my team's goal this year is $5,000. And again, we walk the 17 miles the day of to help raise awareness for PTSD and, you know, for, for, for veteran suicide. And so do people participate by making a donation for the miles you're walking or support that? How do they support it? However they can. I have a team page. Um, so if, if, you know, if you're able to put it up on, on your page, Bob, um, yeah. what is it? It's, uh, it's going to be, let me, hold on. Let me pull it up here. Sorry. Um, so you can go here, you can make a donation of any amount. Um, I am looking for sponsors, um, of my team Rutgers for a reason, a $250, donation or more would make you a sponsor. And I can talk more about details if anybody has any interest in that. But yeah, how do they connect with you though? Yeah. So you're going to go to fundraise.chicagovets.org forward, sl- okay. forward slash team okay. forward slash four eight five 
955. Okay. So Great. again, if you want to put that well, up, then you you can go to that we'll link. That you can there. donate, and then you can also join our team as well if you'd like to participate in the walk the day of. That's great. Yeah. Well, thank you for that, and letting everybody know about that because that is a problem that a lot of people don't realize mm-hmm. that is happening out there. And thank you for uh, making all of us more aware of that. And then the efforts are taking place right here in Chicago on Friday of Memorial Weekend, right? Yes, correct. So that's awesome. You're welcome, Bob. And, thank and you. And that walk is good. Where does that start? Is it in the city itself or where are you doing it? It's actually that a really beautiful walk. It starts up north in like the Glencoe area and you walk through those beautiful neighborhoods with all those beautiful homes along the lake and then it picks up, you know, along Sheridan down by the, you know, lake shore. Okay. And you walk it and yeah. it, it ends in Lincoln Park. So okay. it's really, okay. really a beautiful, great walk. That's fabulous. Yeah. And especially a great time of the year yes. you know, here in Chicago. Yeah. Hey, real quick, I want to wrap this up yeah. because uh, you, I'm saving, saving it for, for uh, our conversation okay. because you are uh, a, I want to introduce you because you are G7 Networking President of the Chicago Chapter. And why don't you share with people uh, how that happened and what that means for you? Thank you, Bob. I really appreciate that. And uh, I want to thank you for the opportunity of even being able to be the chapter president and starting the chapter here in Chicago, because I know you're the one who started it here in Chicago, in Illinois, um, just over a year ago. And um, mm-hmm. I was brought to the attention as Liz, my team leader and, mm-hmm. you know, uh, of the radio show as well, Liz Goodchild. Uh, you guys have known each other and you brought it up to her and she started the Palatine chapter. So early last year, I think it was around February or March, she invited me to one of their first chapter meetings. And I thought, this is amazing. This is so unique. Um, you know, it's, it's so different for networking, but on top of that, God's at the center. And I always say, if God's at the center, nothing can go <laughs> wrong. Right. It's, it's all, it's all good right. from there. So, so yeah, so I, I joined, um, the G7 networking, and then you brought it to my attention and we're like, there's Chicago's big, right? We're, we're having them all over the right. suburbs, but there needs to be a presence right. in the city. And I live on the North side in Lincoln square. So I, I said yes right away. And we just started, um, you know, just started growing it. And I am so blessed and thankful to already have a few really amazing members that found us through online. Okay. Which is crazy. And this is what they're looking for. They're wanting and needing this, uh, you know, special way of networking and growing their businesses and through spirituality and friendship. So thank you, Bob. Yeah. So folks get out there at g7networking.com and you can go in there and see all the chapters here in the Chicagoland area. Uh, Carrie is the president of Chicago one. So any of you listening that are down in the city and you would like to visit, you would welcome you to do that. There's an, uh, when you go out there to, uh, you can reserve to come to one of the meetings. Uh, we've got them all out there. All the chapters have a Eventbrite page, so you can get out there and do that. Before we leave you, how are people going to get a hold of you as far as uh, uh, being a part of uh, Liz Goodchild's team? Yes. How they how do they get a hold of you? So I know you you guys are going to be able to sharing all my social media, so you guys can connect right. me uh, even for the Ruck March mm-hmm. and everything else that I'm involved in. You guys can find and connect me there, but you guys can reach me directly at my cell phone at six three zero two nine zero. 5603. Again, that's 630-290-5603. Or you can email me at kperkins at com. All righty. That's excellent. 
So uh, I really appreciate you being on the show today, Kerry. I knew it was going to be a fabulous show with all your background and everything you're doing. You one pound, three ounce girl, you. <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> God has had his hands on you, girl. Mm. And I know that he's got plans beyond anything we've just even talked about today. Don't know what they are, but. You know, you never know. There might be a little entertainment in your future. Maybe. That would be nice. <laughs> and that would be great. Yeah. And, and we'll we'll see what we can conjure up for you, okay? I would love to. Listen, that. folks, uh, there's another episode here that we've been closing out on. We would just really thank again Carrie Perkins for being on the show today. She is with Stark Realty and the Good Child team. Uh, she's also a, a veteran, and she's got a, a march coming up. She told you about We'll post it out there. In addition to that, she is the president of, Good, of G7 Networking, the Chicago chapter. So thank you so much again, Carrie, for being here. Folks, get out there and check us out at faithmarketplace.com. We have all the programs up there posted on the podcast. Also, you know, uh, if you have a couple extra pennies left over, maybe a refund from your <laughs> from your taxes, uh, that's how this program survives. This is what this ministry is about. So uh, we'd appreciate any donation of any amount that you could uh, contribute and, and help us sustain what we're doing here for Faith Marketplace. I can't believe it. Decade long, over 800 interviews, and uh, it's been fabulous. God's got his hand in this. We'll see you next week.